I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part of all Welcome again to ET Yoga. Well, I think I've got a blockbuster show for you tonight. We'll be talking about um, the Pleiadian perspective on the Canadian trucker protest, as well as their perspective on the Ukraine-Russia situation. And we'll be getting some uh, amazing news uh, concerning uh, experimentation to put mRNA vaccine in your lettuce and fruits and vegetables, and also uh, some updated information concerning unregulated medicines coming from China. And with luck, we'll be able to squeeze in uh, a 5D meditation uh, related to the ascension process. But before we get into all of that, I'd like to uh, kick off the program in the usual manner. But having a little bit of japa yoga or mantra repetition usually sets the tone for the rest of the program. And um, that'll be led by Sri Swami Sachidananda. So if the guys in the booth would play that short clip now, that would be much appreciated. Hari Om, Hari Om, Hari Hari Hari. Oh, 
Swami Sachidananda, founder of the Integral Yoga Institutes, one of my spiritual teachers. That was a clip from back in the 1970s. Uh, speaking of back in the days, uh, he also gave the opening talks at the famous Woodstock Music Festival, half a million strong, as they say. I'd uh, like to now give my thanks, appreciation, and gratitude to the ET Yoga listening audience just for being you and for being able to resonate with information given out on this program. And also to invite listeners to email me concerning any questions you have over material that's presented. I will get back to you and uh, try to do my best to answer your questions. And you can email me at paperfungo, P-A-P-E-R-F-U-N-G-O at yahoo.ca. That's paperfungo, P-A-P-E-R-F-U-N-G-O at yahoo.ca. I'm also uh, always interested in uh, suggestions for program content. And as well, nothing makes my day more than hearing about your successes, utilizing concepts, ideas, or techniques that are provided on this ET Yoga program. And uh, I guess I'll give my usual disclaimer now that this program was created in order to share the information about the positive and most effective benefits and insights of ET Yoga. It is therefore for educational purposes and although thought to be accurate, is provided as is 
and without warranty of any kind, either expressed or unexpressed or implied. Please note that ET yoga is not a substitute for medical care. Information is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You should always consult with the appropriate health practitioner in case of any medical condition. And if you're a new listener to ET yoga, you should also know that I applaud your efforts to distance yourself from mainstream medical, big pharma, mainstream media, and technology to the best of your ability given your particular circumstance. Now, in uh, preparing for tonight's program, uh, at the top I mentioned the uh, Palladian perspective on um, not only the uh, Canadian truckers' protests, but also on um, the Ukraine-Russian situation. And in point of fact, uh, the information is coming from Athena Swaru. Now, a Swaru is kind of like... Uh, We'd call, probably on Earth, we'd call it a guru. Um, Swarus are uh, incredibly advanced, uh, even past uh, Pleiadians. As Pleiadians describe it, if humans have a two-strand DNA, Pleiadians have a 12-strand, and uh, Swarus have a 24-strand. Um, or as the Swarus have said, uh, it's been said that there's some Earth people that play 4D chess, and the Pleiadians play 12D chess, and they play 24-level uh, uh, or dimensional chess. So um, I have a lot of respect for uh, any information coming from a Swaru. And um, Athena Swaru put out a warning, actually, um, concerning um, this um, uh, Canadian trucker um, protest. And it's not that uh, either... Uh, Athena or myself <laughs> disagree with the uh, the concepts of, that are uh, presented by that group or have been presented over the last uh, few weeks that we've listened uh, to their peaceful protest in Ottawa, um, Canada. However, um, what she smelled was um, uh, a possible um, agenda that was, uh, and that uh, she claims that the um, um, original protest here was actually organized by CIA, and that uh, this is uh, kind of a setup, and uh, with an agenda attached to it. And uh, you can uh, hear her full um, description here. If you go to um, Cosmic Agency, odyssey.com and um, interestingly enough um, soon after uh, that she came up with that I noticed that Alex Jones put out some information that there was uh, a possible red flag looming uh, because of uh, some information that came to light concerning the planting of uh, the um, police chief in Ottawa as well as the mayor there and and um, uh, interesting um, um, scenario there uh, that he, he also brought up that the Wexit, which is W-E-X-I-T, that's a part of an Alberta-Canada movement, is uh, funded by uh, George Soros and is highly integrated into the, um, the trucker uh, protest. Uh, not to say that um, 
most of the organizers there are very legitimate and um, and sincere uh, people. But um, the point here is that um, have they been manipulated? Um, now, further uh, to that uh, comes information that apparently back in the uh, uh, 1990s, there's a game board, Illuminati game board out, and one of the cards is the Canadian Trucker Strike card uh, or protest. And um, I'm not sure the exact wording on the card, but <laughs> let's put it this way. Back in the 1990s, uh, obviously, Illuminati knew about this. And uh, how is that possible? Well, um, because the Bible for the uh, cabal has basically been the uh, looking glass technology. If you don't know about looking glass technology, this uh, became um, um, possible through uh, some of the crashed UFOs that have been retrieved and technology that had been retrieved from, from those sources. And uh, such technology as the cube and um, looking glass technologies, which show future probabilities, um, um, were or have been used on the planet from, I don't know the exact date that it started, but definitely it's been around for a long time. And so obviously um, events like this uh, could be foreseen. So if they... Illuminati knew about this coming, and it was a negative thing for them. They could have stopped it easily. Uh, there was a similar trucker um, uh, convoy in Europe that was headed towards Paris, and uh, apparently uh, the Macron just uh, called out the army, and that was the end of it. They stopped the trucks from getting to Paris. Could have done the same thing in Canada. Obviously, they knew this was coming, so what's the agenda? That's a good question. Well, as time sort of progressed here uh, and um, we, we now see that uh, of course uh, Trudeau um, evoked uh, what I guess they call the Emergencies Act um, similar to martial law um, in uh, uh, concerning this issue uh, maybe that was the agenda I don't know I do know that they've passed some, uh, uh, apparently uh, they're trying to push some hate laws and hate crime laws through their parliament there. Uh, I appreciate that uh, some of the uh, repercussions for the protesters, they've threatened um, to cancel their truck insurance, which I guess would go for anybody else, their, their car insurance. Uh, they're talking about freezing their bank accounts. Um, they're talking about all sorts of measures that, to me, uh, maybe part of the agenda is to um, put a scare tactics out there uh, to the rest of the population because uh, down the road uh, there's going to be likely uh, large protests uh, concerning um, um, food shortages. And uh, Swaru indicated that they may be wanting to blame the coming planned uh, food shortages on uh, the truckers. Uh, which is another part of a of potential agenda. So there's lots of going on here, obviously, behind the scenes that uh, it's not really being, you know, uh, in public awareness. And uh, I might add as well that, in my personal opinion, um, it's not like um, the truckers are basically protesting vaccines and um, um other uh, mandatory uh, uh, COVID restrictions, 
uh, what they're basically protesting about is the right to travel back and forth between Canada and the U.S. without being vaccinated. So in, a, in one sense, it's kind of really not to the real point at that there should be mass protests <laughs> and coming up, at least concerning um, the um, anything to do with uh, this uh, phony um, stuff that's going on and mandates and vaccine uh, pushing by uh, government and uh, big pharma and, and others associated with it, which in my opinion are all crimes against humanity because this is a genocide of humanity. And uh, maybe it's a way to put off um, those um, protests or to scare people into not organizing. Um, I can't say, but I, I, can, I can tell you that um, when a being like um, Athena Swaru puts out a, a warning, um, it's something to pay attention to. Uh, and moving on to the uh, Ukraine-Russia situation, very interesting perspective from uh, Athena Swaru. Uh, she's basically uh, stating that this is also a distraction. And a distraction from what? It's a distraction from the fact that they're losing the narrative, obviously, in uh, all over the world now with respect to this, uh, uh, all the lies that have been spread about uh, the efficacy and uh, safety of uh, these uh, so-called vaccines, which aren't even vaccines. They're just experimental DNA um, technology. And um, um, so the, the whole uh, scenario here, um, they're losing it, and this is a distraction from um, people creating more uh, and more uh, larger protests um, because what people would view as a world war, uh, in her view, is a much clearer threat than... Um, people waking up to the fact of what's really going on around this whole genocide agenda. And uh, to be clear, she keeps pointing out that the main goal here is depopulation and genocide. Uh, this, is the, the, this is what they want to try to create some smokescreen around or create a diversion or uh, draw your attention to some other issue. She, and also from her perspective, she says that um, Ukraine and Russia and the United States um, are basically all friends behind the scenes. They're all cabal. And in, in a sense, then this is theater. And it is theater except for those people on the ground that are going to be shooting or, be, or become victims from a potential skirmish or a war that could evolve from this. And um, <clears throat> so it's... Um, um, she equates this kind of like to the back-in-the-day uh, when there was the what's called the Cuban Missile Crisis. And for those that are too young to remember this, uh, I think this is somewhere around 1961. It was definitely during the Kennedy administration, JFK. And um, Russia was planning on sending uh, missiles to Cuba. And the United States found that totally unacceptable. And um, she equates this, uh, this is the same kind of situation, but in reverse, because in those days, Cuba was kind of a puppet of Russia's. And, um, and uh, so what uh, Kennedy did was um, he put a, had a blockade, a naval blockade uh, around Cuba so that uh, these um, missiles couldn't reach Cuba. 
And then I think through with negotiations, as I recall, uh, with negotiations um, with Nikita Khrushchev, uh, JF Kennedy um, uh, came. They came to some sort of agreement, so that, uh, in point of fact, the Russians turned their vessels around and went back to Russia. Um, so that's what happened then. She's equating this same thing now, where actually Kiev, which is like I, I, I think is the capital of um, Ukraine. Um, is a puppet of the U.S. government. And um, the U.S. Uh, obviously has some intentions of placing missiles along the uh, eastern uh, coast of uh, the Ukraine, which the Russians find unacceptable. The only difference between the two analogies that's really major is that uh, Ukraine is not an island like Cuba, so there was no way to really put an embargo on uh, things uh, coming in there. Uh, so this is how she equates the situation, and um, uh, she she didn't say that there would be anything that would escalate to the um, a, a large uh, World War III, although maybe you could call it that. Um, she clearly states there's n there's no possibility that it'll go like to a worldwide nuclear uh, episode, but that it could ex expand into um, a regional war, and. Um, I guess um, uh, my own speculation uh, concerning that is kind of like similar to what uh, Hal Turner uh, came up with on Hal Turner Radio. He said that he thought maybe the Russians might blitzkrieg someplace like Lithuania or somewhere, and and then say, "Look, do you want you want to pull back your troops off the border, you know, of Ukraine now, or do you want you know, or do you want us to continue?" I don't know. I do know that Swaru, and you can listen again to her um, full presentation. Uh, at uh, Cosmic Agency uh, Odyssey dot uh, com. So, um, but she is saying that um, she did mention the word the Busej, um, um as a, which is in Romania as uh, uh, somehow connected to this, and the only way that could be connected would be if there was some kind of Russian invasion of Romania, or, and Romania is part of NATO. And uh, just to re refresh your memory, what's Busej? Well, Busej, underneath the rock sphinx in Busej is an ET base. And um, this has been confirmed by numer numerous sources, and there's six books out on the subject. Now, I've read about four of them, uh, Transylvania Sunrise, Transylvania Moonrise, um, um, one that's, uh, I forget the exact title uh, concerning uh, Egypt, uh, because there are tunnels actually that go for underneath the, uh, uh, in this base, underneath this, uh, it, it's underneath what's called the Rock Sphinx in Busej, Romania. And uh, there are tunnels that go from there to the uh, Giza Plateau. Uh, they go to Iraq, they go to Tibet, and they also go to uh, the Inner Earth. And Crimea, and uh, Crimea is uh, of course uh, Russian uh, controlled. So I guess you know wouldn't it be a nice prize to grab uh, uh, as an incidental factor here? I guess because there's technology there as well as uh, um, other things. But um, uh, the bottom line is that. Um, uh, this extraterrestrial base uh, was obviously um, 
uh, probably an Ananuki stronghold because the the um, the furniture that's in there is like made for giants, clearly. And uh, there apparently there's some really amazing technology there. Um, um, so maybe even a Stargate. Um, I I don't know about that part, but I do know that uh, like I said, there's like six books out on the subject by Radamar uh, or Radu Cinemar. And um, it's um, it's a fascinating subject. It's probably one of the most uh, amazing finds ever. And of course, the public's not allowed into the base. You can go to the mountain and explore the rock sphinx. Um, I've been there. I've taken cable car to to the uh, Boost Edge um, rock sphinx, and you can see the surrounding countryside. Uh, the actual entrance to this is um, guarded uh, by, um, <laughs> so it turns out, by a U.S. Um, troops so um uh, someone once when i was uh, in romania they uh, actually sent me pictures of the of u.s troops um on that on that mountainside um so anyway it's um anyway it's fascinating and, and like most things a complicated um issue um also a little bit of tidbit uh, information uh, apparently the tigetan Palladians had been connected with russia since the days of nikita khrushchev until recently, and they've now uh, broken off uh, relations there uh, because of um, Russia's involvement with the pandemic, um, which the, the uh, Tegat and Plidians want no part of. And um, they also um, state that if, uh, if Russia had stayed out of it, uh, there's probably no way that uh, the cabal could have um, come close to reaching any kind of goals concerning uh uh, critical mass with these uh, injections, which is uh, their goal was like 70% uh, injected. And by the way, from what I understand, about 60% of the Canadian truckers are vaxxed, and it's uh, 80% of the Canadian population. So, um, you know, in one sense, uh, uh, I don't know, like to me, the higher the percentage in a country, the lower the consciousness. That's if I had to come up with a formula. And uh, if you think about it, um, actually, Bulgaria and Romania are two of the the, most, the least vaccinated in Europe. And I think Romania is around 50%. And I don't know Bulgaria was similar as far as the last I had heard. So, um, you know, who knows? Maybe they want a, a regime change in these countries to get the vax rate up. I have no idea. Uh, but I am um, putting this out there. It's interesting that... Um, Athena Swaru has put out this information. I'd like to now move on to um, uh, what I consider another, it seems like I try to keep uh, the ET Yoga audience apprised of issues and potential problems out there uh, and minefields to avoid. And uh, now we have another one. And that is there are currently uh, experiments that um, are putting um, mRNA vaccines in uh, lettuce, and the plan is to expand that to fruits and vegetables. And uh, the report goes like this, that researchers are now experimenting, and I think experiment being the, the key word with us as the guinea pigs, uh, with uh, the idea of putting mRNA vaccines in lettuce and other agricultural crops. The National Science Foundation is funding this study, having 
completed more than a half uh, or having committed more than half a million dollars in grants for the MRNA in Lettuce Initiative. And if you think this is a joke, they are already growing genetically modified tomatoes as edible coronavirus vaccines. And the Metacago group is currently in phase three clinical trials for the development of a COVID-19 vaccine and that after obtaining the spike protein sequence, they were able to create a vaccine in 20 days. And so that implies they already have it. And according to a report published last month by DW News, scientists claim that rice, corn, potatoes, and lettuce may all be utilized to manufacture antibodies. Biotech companies are reportedly conducting clinical studies with their plant-based medicines and are seeking permission from the regulatory authorities in order to fight diseases such as Ebola uh, and COVID-19. And the report says that the plant-based vaccine, even though it is still being tested on animals, has already aroused uh, the attention of a large number of people. And uh, no doubt (laughs) they'll be given a green light and they'll be touted as safe and effective, uh, which we know they're not. And they further state that uh, Nicotiana benzamiana, a close relative of tobacco, is a subject of research being conducted by the Canadian biotechnology firm Metacago and Britain's GlaxoSmithKline. And the trial has 20,000 participants. And it's also been said that the next uh, 100 billionaires will be in biotech. Um, <laughs> It, it just it's just too uh this is almost like science fiction imagine and uh, as i understand it part of the intention behind this is that they figured out that the, most of the star seeds are uh of course not vaccinated and also are, are vegetarian and this is a way to actually uh, vaccinate you without your knowledge and uh, a few weeks ago yoga brought to uh, our listeners attention Uh, the news that the uh, food regulations for testing, distribution, and tracking of the entire food chain is now commencing. And uh, they'll be spraying in the food food with nanotechnology as smart dust and entities uh, so that uh, products can be tracked and, um, and monitored even inside the consumer's body. And this, a lot of this information comes from Celeste Salome. She's been at the forefront of this information. And um, also, maybe the coming planned food shortages will be a wake-up call to many uh, to not trust uh, where we normally obtain our food and start being as self-sufficient as possible in this regard. And uh, in this sense, um, we can thank the... Um, powers to be for uh, spoiling the the food that's out there. And uh, by the way, um, just to, especially if you're a new listener uh, to ET Yoga, um, there was a Pleiadian analysis uh, of the mRNA vaccines done by um, Annika of uh, Temer, and that's the uh, planet in the Pleiades system. 
And just to refresh the the Yoga listening audience of what's uh, contained in the mRNA vaccines as analyzed by her, uh, here's some of the highlights. Um, we have evidence that the vaccine against coronavirus contains nanochips activatable with 5G and that it can kill anyone at any time. Uh, second, vaccines are not the same. They are special. For each region and each group of people, the components are different or they are simply placebo. So there is a, per, a certain percentage of people out there that did receive placebo because this, we're a test group and they need a placebo group to um, weigh against. According to um, Annika, the oldest and younger populations will receive the worst doses on a global scale, children to sterilize them and kill those who are in excess, the elderly for being useless. Uh, those who they want to keep alive longer are young adults, but vaccinated to make them sick little by little and exploit them having to buy drugs to contain the symptoms of diseases that most will not associate with the vaccines they were given. Three, harmful genetic uh, change occurs immediately after inoculation. As the vaccine material, the genetic reprogramming material, travels through the bloodstream and within minutes invades all the cells of the body. It is harmful and deadly from the first inoculation and not reversible. And she says that I assure you that if a person came to me still alive with a bullet in the head, it would be more easily repaired in a med bed than an inoculated person. Four, why, uh, why can't toxins, okay, from a vaccine be eliminated from the body? And it's because they reproduce and damage at the intracellular genetic level. They cannot be cleaned because physically they are already another person. And by the way, there's uh, people out there that have patents on, uh, on people that are vaccinated because they're considered like, well, they, they're, they're genetically modified humans and they're patentable. And, uh, the, 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 of course, part of the plan is to turn these people into cyborgs. Um, the 5G and other systems control and program what the graphene and nanochips do inside the body of each vaccine. Question, what does a vaccinated person infect a non-vaccinated person with? And she says it's not even clear to us. What is known is that they are 100% infected, 100% with nanobots, and also the body stress conditions, exosomes cause what would affect the unvaccinated people by triggering medical conditions if applied to them. That is depending on the health of the unvaccinated ones because the inoculated ones are a zoo of latent conditions about to be triggered by the biological compounds of the SARS-CoV-19 inoculations in addition to the graphite and nanotechnology. And um, interestingly enough here, because uh, I know personally a lot of people now that are experiencing uh, all these uh, really aggressive cancers are uh, soon enough, a month or two after getting vaccinated are happening in their bodies, and most of them can't connect the fact that it was from the vaccines. But in point of fact, what they do is destroy your immune system so your body can't fight things off that were normally, you know, balanced. Okay, number seven is the technology is not known. It's not human. 
it is Federation level and is known in the Pleiades and forbidden for use by a score of treaties. Um, we found human bovine and simian aborted fetuses, a high uh, content of mollusk DNA, a huge amount of RNA proteins contained in nanotechnological graphene of a single molecule thickness. We also found RNA that forms human stem cells. Graphene is nanotechnological smart dust. It is created with very high non-human technology, congruent with that of the United Federation of Planets level, that is to say equal with ours in level of development. It can only be created with the use of frequency replication machines. What the graphene technology does is enter through the cells of the body, enter the cell nucleus, and mitochondria. The graphene will decode the DNA in human cells and attract in its corresponding place the code to replace it with. The RNA contained in the other graphenes called on Earth as spike proteins. Nanobots can be controlled remotely, and they are remote controlled waiting for activation. Number eight, they can sterilize and change the structure of the brain. They'll be able to control the Earth's population as cyborgs. People will think, will be, will be thinking what they want them to think and behave as they want them to behave and the population will think it's their own ideas. And as a last point, what the vaccines have is a variant of black goo. It will isolate humans. It will transform them into beings controllable by the cabal that is under control of the Alpha Draconians and Matri. And the Matri are the greys. Because the frequency of each person will no longer coincide with that of the original source with their soul signal. It will no longer enter them. So uh, I guess we can say thanks uh, for the uh, cabal for inspiring us to to uh, cut the cord from uh, mainstream medical and big pharma. Uh, yeah, thanks. Which uh, point that I've been making at every show I've ever done on ET yoga. Okay. Wow. I mean, that to me is just uh, mind-boggling that uh, they're trying to. <laughs> put mRNA vaccine, if you can imagine it, into our, into our lettuce. And uh, it's just, uh, it's almost beyond belief. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. Um, and in, in addition, another, I guess, uh, minefield out there is if you're on prescription drugs. And um, the latest information uh, comes out that China controls 100% of the generic medications that are prescribed in the United States. And uh, also, Rosemary Bigson, she wrote a book called uh, China Rx, exposing the risks of American dependence on China for medicine and said that China could weaponize our medic medicines. Yeah, no joke. Uh, further, uh, she adds that Com they're completely unregulated drugs are flooding into the U.S. from China because the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, won't regulate the shipments. She adds that this deadly little secret is being hidden from the American people by Big Pharma in Washington, D.C. Uh, 
Yeah, and by the way, Plidians have said for a long time that um, there's nano in all vaccines and prescription drugs. And in fact, Pleiadian sources like Sanjaze of Billy Meyer fame stated years ago that nano was put in all medications and vaccines. Most recently, Annika of Temer from the Pleiades stated when asked about prescriptions, um, the questioner had taken for years. And the questioner asked uh, Annika, are they poison? And she says it depends on which prescriptions, but in general, they are poison. Remove as many as possible as soon as possible. And if under blood cholesterol-lowering drugs, remove them immediately. Do not take them. In general, don't take any big pharma drugs unless there's no other option. And, uh, yeah, that's the best advice I've, uh, I could give you, and that's what I've been trying to give you on ET Yoga. The ET Yoga has suggested for over a decade to distance yourself from mainstream medical and big pharma. That's a, it's a dead-end road either from the side effects of the drugs, unwarranted operations, or brutal treatment technologies, or the spread of nano, none of it's supportive of human health. And worse, it's the third biggest cause of death in the United States. They even have a special name for it called iatrogenic death, which I'm sure that 9 out of 10 Americans wouldn't even know the word, what iatrogenic death is. And the only thing they do, well, really, in the medical system is trauma-related. And hats off to those who work in emergency rooms because they do an amazing job. But uh, the rest of the system is a dead-end road. It's been my opinion for a long, long time. Um, and by the way, there are natural plants and herbs out there that can way outperform what um, these drugs do. And it, it, it's just um, it's just ridiculous. Um, it's just um, another one of those uh, potential minefields that's out there that uh, uh, you really need to um, pay attention to because I don't know when it's coming up, but it's going to come up soon enough. They'll be approving these uh, mRNA in, in lettuce. You can, you, can, you can count on that much. Now, um, I'd like to share with you um, uh, what is the positive uh, route and timeline <laughs> which is to the new earth and 5D ascension. And um, here's a, a very simple but effective um, meditation technique that you can utilize. And um, as a preface, it says that it goes like this, that now is the time to take an internal inventory. Who have I become? Release all judgment on all levels of your consciousness with all experiences that you have encountered in this lifetime. Every experience in this lifetime that you have created or co-created with others is for your own growth and evolution. While you hold any blame or judgment, no matter how small you may think it is, you are not accepting your own creation. Therefore, you are holding yourself into a lower vibration of thought creation. Send love and forgiveness to all parties involved, including yourself. I used to have a saying that uh, if there's any group or there's any specific species or anything out there that you can't send love to, it just shows you where you're stuck. And I appreciate that we all have had some tra or trauma or trauma or dealt with some trauma in our lives, but um, 
this is time to deal with it because these frequencies, uh, especially of uh, grudges and um, uh, any kind of uh, hatred uh, towards uh, things in the past, you got to let go of the past because these things do not, are not compatible with 5D energy. The next step here is to call upon your higher self and the emissaries of light, the archangels, and any ascended masters or light beings that you choose to assist you in the next part of this meditation. And then comes the meat and potatoes here, which is to state clearly that you are ready to align yourself with the new Earth's fifth density frequency energy matrix. Clearly state that you are now ready to make the leap into the new frequency at fifth density Earth. And by the way, if you're interested in, uh, you know, kind of copying down what I just uh, brought forward, the best way to do that is to go to the archives of ET Yoga, and you can uh, go to uh, BBS Radio ET Yoga and uh, follow that down um, until you come to uh, the archives. Or you uh, and the archives usually appear like um, Tuesday after a Saturday night um, uh, transmission. And um, another way um, is, is that uh, I found it just by going to the um, schedule of uh, ETO or uh, schedule of BBS radio uh, programs. When you find ETOGA, click on ETOGA, and then that that's the page that you scroll down and find the archives. Or you can go to etyoga.com, which is my website. And um, <clears throat> by the way, there's a free download there called Root Cause of Disease for one of the first things you see there. Uh, it's been up for over uh, 10 years now <laughs> and uh, probably <laughs> closer to 15. It's still valid. Root Cause of Disease, free download, no strings attached. <clears throat> anyway, you go to etyoga.com. And on the main page is a, a button there called Radio Archives. And you just hit on that one button, and that will um, take you directly to the archives. And they're usually tagged with some title, like uh, like tonight's show is going to be uh, will be tagged something like um, uh, Pleiadian Perspective on the Freedom uh, uh, Canadian Freedom Truckers uh, Protest and uh, uh, the... Um, Ukraine-Russia situation, as well as uh, um, news of uh, mRNA uh, being put in your lettuce, uh, and um, and a five uh, D meditation, uh, something something along those lines. There'll be tag words, and you go down in the archives, and when you find that, you just click on, click on that, and an ET yoga program will appear. And then you can take your time listening to the program and finding the part that you're most interested in or the whole show, if you like, and um, and make your notes so that you have that uh, there. And uh, and as well, uh, I'm going to mention that uh, in the last uh, week or so, um, I've had some interesting information, like I call them, you can call it a download or whatever, but the connection from higher self uh, related to uh, bentonite clay. And bentonite clay is very, very powerful for removing metals from your body. And I remember years and years ago when I first was doing um, ET yoga that um, there used to be a mother's group that was uh, formed uh, related to uh, all these women had autistic children. 
And um, they started uh, bathing in bentonite clay at about, I don't know, 101 degrees uh, bathtub temperature. Um, and had the kids drinking bentonite clay. And, of course, it's a clay, so you basically you put a clump of it in a uh, glass and pour water in, let it sit overnight, and eventually it dissolves in there. You stir it up, and it tastes like crap, but it does great things for you. I've heard that uh, every little particle of bentonite clay, I think it absorbs like 2,000 times its body weight in metal. Uh, and so it's it's just it's an incredible uh, product. Now, every year I do like a two-week bentonite clay. Uh, I call it detox, if you like. And um, it's uh, it's very powerful. And the bentonite clay is like, I don't know, uh, two pounds of it costs like $10, ballpark. So it's not expensive, and it's a great way to um, eliminate um, uh, metals from your from your body. Now, and I and I've done some research as well on um, causes of autism and related to Alzheimer's, by the way. Um, there, and I and I was wondering, and I did some research just this week. Is there some connection between autism and and Alzheimer's? And apparently there is. There's a gene in both that gets damaged. And uh, so there's some, some uh, and how does it get damaged? Well, in my opinion, uh, probably uh, one of the big contributory factors is um, excess metals. Um, so um, uh, especially aluminum. And um, it's uh, interesting uh, to note that um, um, Two of the biggest, according to Palladians, two of the biggest contributors to um, autism are mothers that are too close to technology during the pregnancy. Like, so the fetus is exposed to too much toxic radiation, as well as uh, vaccines. Those are your two primary causes. And um, and what I found was is that aluminum, of course, is in the chemtrails, aluminum, barium, and God knows what else. Uh, probably a little bit of uh, COVID in there too, or what they call a, a nanobot a technology that we're misnaming as COVID. Um, however, um, the bottom line here is that um, uh, there's um, definitely uh, a connection here between metals in the brain and having uh, Alzheimer's. And uh, why not use bentonite clay? And because nobody's making this connection that I can see online, they're not using midnight clay for a lot of things, but not for Alzheimer's. Just a suggestion. I don't know. It's information that came to me. I'm passing it on. And also, if you're looking for a natural health recipe to remove heavy metals, like from chemtrails, here is a great one. And I have had lots of listeners who always ask me about to repeat this this recipe because they love it. Uh, you take four cloves of garlic, a third cup of Brazil nuts, which contains selenium, a third cup of sunflower seeds, which contains cysteine, a third cup of pumpkin uh, seeds, zinc, contains zinc and magnesium, two cups of packed fresh cilantro, and uh, this uh, coriander, Chinese parsley, which contains vitamin A. Uh, two-thirds cup of flaxseed oil, four tablespoons of lemon juice, contains vitamin C, two teaspoons of dulse powder, and sea salt to taste. You process the cilantro and flaxseed oil in a blender until the coriander is chopped. Add the garlic, nuts, and seeds, dulse, and lemon juice, and mix until the mixture is finely blended into a paste. 
Add a pinch of sea salt to taste and blend again. Store in a dark glass jar if possible. It freezes well, so purchase cilantro in season and fill enough jars to last through the year. Two teaspoons of this pesto daily for three weeks is purportedly enough to increase the urinary excretion of mercury, lead, and aluminum, thus effectively removing these toxic metals from our bodies. We can also consider doing this cleanse for three weeks, at least once a year. The pesto is delicious on toast, baked potatoes, and pasta. So, and again, if uh, obviously unless you're a shorthand expert, you couldn't get all that down, but go to the archives and uh, take your time, and you can, if you're interested in that, it's, uh, it's a really good one. Uh, I'd like to now uh, give my thanks, appreciation, and gratitude to the ET Yoga listening audience, and uh, my sincere best towards your attainment of full consciousness, perfect health, and abundance, and in closing, I'll share with you the Who Am I Technique where you place your full attention in the center of your forehead and become that spot. And then you ask the question, who am I? And you can do that once, what, 10 times, whatever's comfortable. And once you've made that connection, the idea here is become the spot in the center of your forehead, become that spot, and then you state the following. I am not my body. I am not my internal organs. I am not my thoughts. I am not this spot. What spot? I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part. It of is time to become a part of life. 